There are two thoughts that hold Christians back from powerful prayer. One, you think that God only hears the prayers of some people and not yours. And two, you think that your prayers are not good enough. Wrong. Prayer is a gift that all believers can use to unlock God's power in their lives. And there is not just one right way to pray. In fact, in today's video, let me share with you 10 types of prayers God always hears. Welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, where we empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. If you are new here, welcome. Please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a video. And for those of you returning, welcome back. For daily encouragement, beloved Bible study series, and unlimited videos to grow your faith, I invite you to join the Beloved Women app. Ephesians 6.18 calls believers to pray with all kinds of prayers and requests, telling us there is more than just one way to pray, and knowing the different prayer types can drastically enrich your prayer life. So in today's video, I'm sharing with you 10 types of prayer you should know to unlock God's power in your life. You will learn what the 10 types of prayer are, biblical examples of each type, and why it is important to know more than one way to pray. But first, I need to note that not all prayers are the same, but all prayers are powerful. This is why I created the prayer personality quiz to help you discover how you uniquely hear from God and best connect with him. You can take that quiz at prayquiz.com or find the link below because the more we know how to pray, the more we can unlock God's power in our lives. So let's get right into the 10 types of prayer. The first type of prayer is a prayer of supplication. This is what many people would consider the easiest type of prayer because this is the one we're most familiar with and what we we often think of when we think of prayer. A prayer of supplication is simply asking God for what we want. It's us presenting our requests to him. We see this type of prayer from Hannah in 2 Samuel chapter 2 as she pours out her heart to God, revealing her desire for a son. The important thing to remember about a prayer of supplication is to allow ourselves to be honest and open with God. Sometimes we can feel like our requests are too small and not important to God or too big and too hard for God. Neither is true. We can trust God with the desires of our hearts because he both cares and is able to move on our behalf. The second type of prayer is intercessory prayer. This is where we pray on the behalf of someone else. The Bible calls us to pray for all of God's people, to pray for each other to be healed, and to even pray for our enemies. Romans 8 verse 34 says, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Jesus Christ is interceding to God for us. This means that he is praying to God on our behalf. And that is what intercessory prayer is. One thing to keep in mind about intercessory prayer is that it's something that we want to be intentional about. The other day, I had a friend text me and say that I was on her prayer calendar for that day and asked me how she might pray for me. It was so thoughtful, but it was so intentional. So let me ask you, who can you be praying for today? The third type of prayer is a prayer of thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with 
thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. What I love about this verse is that it shows the peace that can overcome anxiety when we pray and not just praying to present our request, but also to present our thanksgiving. It's a prayer dedicated to thanking God for what you already have or what you expect to happen. We see the Apostle Paul practice gratefulness in prayer in Philippians chapter 1, where he shares that he thanks God as he remembers his brothers and sisters in Christ. When we practice prayers of thanksgiving, it helps us to open our eyes, not just to see what we don't have or what we feel like we're lacking, but it positions our hearts towards expectancy to God. It reminds us what he's already done so that we know he has the power to do it again. A prayer of thanksgiving focuses on God for what he has done, but the next type is known as a prayer of praise or worship and honors God for simply who he is. This type of prayer helps us to keep our focus on God. When we're reminded of how big our God is with prayers of praise, our challenges and shortcomings become less intimidating and our faith and trust in God begin to grow. So how do we pray a prayer of praise? Well, here's the thing that we have to keep in mind. You can't praise who you don't know. Developing a relationship with God and growing in the knowledge of who he is gives us the truth we need to prayerfully Praise him. We can see an example of a prayer of praise in Micah 7, verse 18, that says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. As you can see in this prayer, it's a reminder of who God is and his character. He doesn't stay angry. He's compassionate. He's forgiving. These are just a short list of things that we can praise and worship God for, but his word is a great place to start to understand his character so that you too can practice the prayer of praise. The fifth type of prayer is a prayer of repentance or a prayer of confession. This type of prayer is asking God to forgive you of your sin. This prayer includes confession of our sin to God, a commitment to turn from our sin, asking for forgiveness, and requesting God's strength and power to keep us in his will not to turn back. A prayer of repentance is not a pity party where we replay our sin over and over again to feel bad about ourselves, to punish ourselves. A prayer of repentance is about getting in alignment with God's will when we've fallen off track. It's truly about laying our sins at the feet of God, aligning ourselves with what he believes is right and what he believes is wrong, and receiving his forgiveness and his power to do better next time. A great example of a prayer of repentance is Psalm 51, where David is asking God to forgive him of his sin of adultery and murder. In verses one and two, he prays, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. King David is noted in the Bible as being a man after God's own heart. So you may wonder why that is since he was also an adulterer and a murderer. The thing about David was that he had a heart for God. So when he did sin against God, he would sincerely repent and turn from his sin and back 
to God. His humility in Psalm 51 shows that David didn't try to justify his sin or act like it didn't exist. He took it to God and trusted in God's forgiveness and ability to cleanse him of his sin and we should too. The sixth type of prayer is a prayer of agreement or corporate prayer. This is simply when we pray with others. Matthew 18 verse 20 says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Corporate prayer is really special because there is power in unity. We can experience that unity when we come together in agreement through prayer. Many of you probably participate in corporate prayer at church. Maybe you have a prayer partner or you pray with your husband. Every morning on the way to school, my kids and I pray together in the car for that day. A prayer of agreement doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be as simple as you calling a friend and saying, will you pray with me? There is power in coming together in agreement with others as we approach the throne of God through prayer. So this is another type of prayer that we certainly want to be intentional about. The seventh type of prayer is a prayer of listening. This type of prayer involves creating quiet to not speak, but to simply listen to God. This is something good to do before any of the other types of prayer because it can really open our hearts up to be prepared to hear what God might want to say to us. Many times we approach prayer and we just talk and talk and talk and then we say amen, but God wants to talk to us just as much as we want to talk to him. And I would argue he wants to talk to us even more. So it's important to set aside time to just hear from God. As you do, you might not hear anything, but the purpose is to be still in the presence of God. His presence is enough alone to calm your mind and soul before you actually enter into any other type of prayer. The Lord may place something on your heart in that time of stillness that will encourage your soul or give you the wisdom that you need or the answer that you were looking for that you wouldn't have heard Otherwise, I think of the prophet Elijah and God speaking to him in 1 Kings chapter 19 through what the Bible calls a gentle whisper or a still small voice. Many times that's how God will speak to us in stillness and quiet. In John 10 verse 27, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Jesus says his followers will know his voice. That means that we must be listening for his voice. Talking to God is one way that we pray, but listening is another way, and both are equally important in the growth of our relationship with God. The eighth type of prayer is a prayer of the Holy Spirit. When it comes to prayer and we find ourselves at a loss for words, it's okay. In times like this, we can pray by the Spirit. Romans 8 verses 26 and 27 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. I love that we don't always have to know what to pray because prayer isn't about saying all the right things. Most of prayer is about being in God's presence, as I mentioned earlier. God understands that sometimes we won't have the words, and that's why he has gifted us with the Holy Spirit to intercede on our behalf to pray for us when we can't pray for ourselves. I know I have personally experienced times where I've been so hurt or so overwhelmed that when it was time for me to sit down and pray, only tears came out. But you know what? 
God understands that too. Our prayers may not always be nice words neatly strung together to form proper sentences and paragraphs. Sometimes our prayers will be our cries and moans to God. It may be us praying in our prayer language as we let the Spirit lead. And that's perfectly fine because as God's beloved filled with his Holy Spirit, he knows the deepest longings of our hearts that our mouths sometimes can't form the words to say. The ninth type of prayer is a prayer of lament. This is crying out to God with our sorrow and grief. Psalm 88 is one of the saddest and most dismal chapters in the Bible. The writer expresses feelings of being overwhelmed, cut off, forgotten, grieved, rejected, terrified, and despaired. Sometimes we are ashamed of our feelings and don't take them to God, especially when we see them as negative feelings like sadness or depression or hopelessness. We mistakenly think that if we have faith and believe in God, we should always be happy and joyful, but that could not be further from the truth. Following Christ does not exempt us from negative feelings. In fact, Jesus himself told us that we would have trouble in this world. Don't you think then that he would expect us to feel some kind of way about that? But with God, we don't have to be fake. This is why we're told to cast our cares and anxieties on him in 1 Peter 5, 7. The book of Lamentations is all about pain and suffering. Although we have hope in God as humans, we will get sad and depressed and dismayed. The blessing we have even in that is that we don't have to keep it bottled in like our feelings don't exist or matter because they do. And God cares. In her book, Fervent, Priscilla Schreier gives a method for prayer using the acronym P-R-A-Y, pray. P is for praise. A is for ask. R is for repent, all prayer types that we've discussed so far in this video. Finally, she shares that Y stands for yes. This is where we come into agreement with God's promises and pray them over our lives. Our 10th prayer is a prayer of promise, where you pray God's word back to him. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20 says, for all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. A prayer of promise is our yes and amen to what we know for sure about God. A promise is a declaration that God will do something. It's not conditional and we can fully place our hope, trust, and faith in God's promises. When we're unsure, worried, or fearful, we can remind ourselves of God's truth that never changes. He will always love us. He will always be with us. He will always work things out for our good and his glory. As we remind ourselves of his promises when we pray God's word back to him, we can receive his peace, comfort, and confidence no matter what we're facing. If you're not sure how to do that, I have a video called How to Pray God's Word that I'll link below. It's important to know more than one way to pray because this gives us a variety of ways to connect with God and unlock the power of prayer in our lives. We don't have to feel pressured to pray one way, but now we can pray in many ways based on what we desire, what season of life we're in, or how we most need to connect with God. Now that you know these 10 types of prayer, you are better positioned to pray without ceasing as we are commanded to do in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. So if you desire 
desire prayer to be as naturally consistent and life-giving as breathing, I invite you to watch this video where I share three ways to pray without ceasing. For more encouragement, be sure to download my five-day prayer guide to pray like Jesus at belovedwomen.org. Thank you so much for watching. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.